Nice. Welcome back to Book Talks Podcast. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And this week we read November 9th by Colleen Hoover. And we're recording this on November 9th, which we planned to release this the week of November 9th, but we didn't know we would record on Tuesday or not. So it was a coincidence of the recording day, not of the week, right? It's still pretty cool, though. I know. (laughs) Did you like my Instagram caption today? I actually didn't read it. What does it say? On November 9th, he asked me what today's day was. And I said, it's November 9th. (laughs) (laughs) That's clever. Uh, I like that. (laughs) I try. I try. I try and be clever. You, You have all the TikToks and stuff, but I have my moments. I'm still proud of myself for connecting that song for Akatar from the Lemonade Mouth. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I do. Yes. Like, I think that I don't know why I don't see that all over my Akatar pages. The uh, She's So Gone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't made that video. I need my Faye ears. And then maybe I'll dress up as Feyre. Oh, you left them here in New York? Yeah. I rarely travel with my Faye ears. <laughs> okay. So we're going to try and get in this book. The thing with Colleen Hoover books is, so me and Marissa, we like her. We're big fans of her. This is our first book of hers that we're doing for the podcast. And they're kind of books you devour in a sitting. Like, I feel like I opened this book and before I know it, I was on page 100. Mm -hmm. And when I fly through books like that, I don't really remember what I read. (laughs) Yeah. I also flew through this as in... I pretty much read the first 50 pages and the last 50 pages on two different times. And the middle, I just raced through all in one day. It was pretty addicting. I just feel like her books are all like that. Even Mm -hmm. like I read, actually, Layla is the only one that I really don't like of hers. And I actually didn't finish it because it was really creepy. But Ugly Love and It Ends With Us, I like finished in like a three day span. And I was busy with life. And like I had to stop and read these books. But Layla, I just not a fan of. I I like want to finish it, so I say I finished it, but it's so creepy. <laughs> I've heard good things about it. I no one said it was creepy, but I have. I don't really know what it's about. I'm not gonna tell you because it would just ruin the entire book. But yeah, so I guess again, we're gonna spoil their warning because I feel like I do this every every podcast. Just in case this is your first episode listening, do not listen if you haven't read the book because we will just be telling. We were just talking our opinion about the book and we're going to spoil the whole thing. So that's how we do it. So how we do it. So actually, so you gave it a three on Goodreads. So the thing about Goodreads is you can't give decimal points. And with this book, I was feeling 3.5 or lower. Like I didn't want to round it up to a four because I wasn't sure it was a four star worthy book. Well, only because, okay, this kind of gets into, I think, my own insecurities, right? Maybe if I was a truly confident, self-sufficient person, I would not feel the way I do. But I wondered the entire book if Ben only liked Fallon or convinced himself he liked Fallon because of his own guilt. And so in my mind, even though I liked them together, they were funny together, He couldn't have fallen in love with her after literally one day unless his guilt was driving that and making him want to basically justify everything that had happened and be like, oh, look, I can love her even though I ruined her life. Yeah, I wish. So in the end, when they were going through the day they met through his book, 
I wish because when we read the dialogue for the first time of like him seeing Fallon for the first time, he kind of was like, oh, she's so hot. Like he's talking about her looks a lot. And that wasn't the case when we read his insert of the book. It was more of like, I feel like guilt and stuff like that. So I I was confused there in a sense because, yeah, I did, did feel like when he met, he definitely like felt really bad about it. Yeah, it made I, me really uncomfortable, actually, that difference in how he saw her. Because when he first saw her and he's describing her as like hot and all that stuff, that's when I texted you and was like, oh, this gives me hope. Like, I don't know, just. I just had this like good feeling about him. And then at the end, like you said, when he described it more like he sought her out, he was feeling really guilty. I was like, okay, your intentions to start out was not just, hey, she's a hot girl. I should talk to her. Your intentions came from your own guilt. Yeah. So he definitely like lost points there. I thought the most, I mean, him lighting the fire was pretty effed up but the most effed up thing I thought he did was sleep with his brother's wife after he died I hated hated that that was yes that was effed up I like just don't know how you could do that I just I can't get over that and the fact he calls his brother's son his son just like yeah like, no, he's not your son. Like, you are your uncle. Yeah, you're probably closer than most. Like, yeah, you're going to help raise him. But you are not his father. Yeah, Ben did not win any points with that. I I mean, I wasn't super happy with Jordan either because I felt like she truly was in love with Kyle. But Ben, I feel like only slept with her almost like, well, if I can't have Fallon, I'll just lean on Jordan. And oops, oh no, now I'm sleeping with her and raising her son as my own. And I just felt it was immature. It's also a huge slight to Kyle. Poor dead Kyle. (laughs) And how does his family react to it? Like, what is Ian saying to all of this? I was thinking the same thing. Do you know, like, that just, family reunions would be weird, right? Not okay. So that whole part of the book, I felt Colleen Hoover was just trying to make some drama where it shouldn't have been. Please don't make Ben sleep with his dead brother's fiance. <laughs> yeah, I guess I know at the end of the day it was coming. Like when we got to November 9th, it was they started off great and then it got to be- something bad. And I'm like, they're they're gonna stick together. They're not gonna break up at the end of this November 9th. And like something bad would happen. And I just feel like she had to start one day with them, with one of them dating somebody else. Yeah. I wish yeah. she would have picked anybody else. Anybody else. I just, even now going forward with, he's with Fallon, she's going to go to these family parties and they're going to just know. Fallon knows that Jordan's slept with him and like vice versa, especially because he said that her son's like a huge part of his life. Fallon's going to technically be like a stepmother to somebody. I guess they'll also have divorces work, but I don't know. It's just weird. No, but it's weirder than that because he would have been his nephew's uncle and now, what is he, a father figure? He's a, he's a uncle slash dad. And so Fallon's an aunt slash stepmom. Like, it's just weird. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't, it wouldn't happen in the real world, except in very rare situations. And I feel like it shouldn't have happened here. It wouldn't fly in the real world. I feel like families would just disown them. Yeah. I actually feel like though, there was one other thing that made me really hate Ben because 
by the end of it, obviously, okay, spoiler alert, we learn, you know, he, he, he was the one who started the fire and ruined Fallon's career and life and all that. And so when they first are intimate together, he is like stroking her scars and he says, I should hate this for you. I should be angry for you because going through this much pain is excruciating. But for whatever reason, I like the way your skin feels. And when when you find out that he's the one who started the fire, I kind of feel like he has no right, absolutely no right to touch her scars or be like, I'm glad you have these scars because it means you survived. Because no, you can't be glad she has those scars when you freaking started the fire. Oh, that really upset me, actually, like really upset me. Yeah. In the time, like when I was reading that book, that part of the book, I was like, this is really cute. But when at the end, it was just fucked up. (laughs) Really messed up. This book, I, it was really cute concept. It was perfect rom-com concept. Like, I don't know, meeting every day in the same day for five years. It just got dark and twisty in, in, in all of it. I, I hated Kyle whenever he punched Ben. And I was like, what, like, why did he punch him? What happened? Like, is Kyle angry? Should we be worried for Jordan? And no, like, Kyle totally deserved to punch Ben. Like, yeah. many times. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Actually, I thought the same thing about Jordan, though, because she ran out and she was so excited about her wedding. And then she's like, Kyle, what's going on? And it's like, okay, he was just physically abusive to his brother. But no, Ben deserved it. Ben deserves a thousand more punches, honestly. Well, Jordan didn't know why he was being I I would assume that Jordan doesn't know why he punched his brother. So I don't know why she was all like, okay with it. I think Jordan's a little questionable, honestly. <laughs> questionable character. When they were going, when we were reading Ben's book, whenever he woke up in Jordan's bed naked, I was like, this hoe. <laughs> you couldn't even wait for Kyle to be dead. <laughs> so in the end, when she felt guilty about being mean to her dad, I don't think, I don't think her dad was completely innocent. That conversation, regardless of if he's the cause of the fire or not, her dad was saying some pretty effed up shit to her in the first chapter. Yeah. Fallon's like, yeah, my dad was, you know, he just doesn't show love the same way as I do. But I know that he was just trying to show he loved me. Fallon, no, your dad was saying you're too ugly to be an actress and you're ruined. So that doesn't scream love to me. My opinion on him did not change at all at the end of the book, knowing he wasn't at fault for the fire. I think as a parent, I mean, I understand his mind was elsewhere or whatever, but you should still just check if your daughter's there. Like if your daughter sleeps in that house at all, you should just check because I mean, I could not imagine. I just feel like her dad was a complete narcissist and he was awful human being. And regardless if it's his fault for the fire or not, I just, I don't forgive. I don't know. Just the way he spoke to her, I wouldn't want a relationship like that. I wouldn't want that negativity in my life. Yeah. Like saying, oh, well, I wouldn't know if you're dating. You haven't been on a date in two years. Uh, Dad, geez, I wonder why, you know? Yeah, like, that was, like, an effed up thing to say, even if she didn't have scars. Like, I don't know. It was just, 
the whole interaction was that was awful and whenever she texts her dad I mean like I feel like she said sorry or something I forgot exactly what she said but she was like I miss you I love you like no you don't go running back after that I just feel like even the whole losing touch in the relationship being shitty isn't another reason why he's a bad father because he let that happen yeah, I I feel like all these books we read about with the famous fathers, you know, Malibu Rising, I, I feel like there's been another, but, uh, oh, I was thinking of Billy from Daisy Jones, people in the Hollywood music industry. I feel like all these people in Hollywood that we read about just suck as human beings. Like, they're just awful. <laughs> yeah, no, his opinion on him changed none. Okay, wait, that doesn't make sense. My opinion on him changed none throughout the entire book he was a piece of shit I was definitely mad at Ben's mom when I first thought she committed suicide because she got broken up with yeah no man's <laughs> worth that especially because we know what man it was and he was like literally a piece of shit <laughs> yeah. uh, he literally left his daughter in a house while the house burned down so there is no reason to cry over that type of man I just can't believe that Fallon rationalized that still Oh, he had, his mind was elsewhere. I don't say there often. Any parent would I would just check. Just check. Also hated the part. Okay, so we really did like this book, but there's just parts that we hate. But <laughs> I hated the part when she was like, oh, Ben, don't apologize to me at the end. When, when he didn't tell her that he started the fire and she was like, don't apologize to me. Like, you don't need to apologize. No, he needs to grovel. He needs to apologize. He literally set you on fire. It was even worse than that because she said, you don't need to apologize to me. If anything, I need to apologize to you. And I'm like, Fallon, you need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) You were not okay. (laughs) I mean, as as you just said, he set you on fire, Fallon. You don't apologize to him. (laughs) From my many years of experience uh, watching Grey's Anatomy, fire burns are really painful they have to like literally peel your skin off constantly so she must have been through excruciating pain for like months and she's like oh no you don't need to apologize i should apologize for you for not listening to you no (laughs) you have the right to be mad also another thing that made me mad was when she left ben i think it was the third year after they they slept together and she was like letting him go so he can like be there for his family and he was so mad at her I don't understand how we just didn't see what she was doing I mean honestly the more we talk about Ben the more I think he's just a stupid teenage boy because that was that was the year that after she left he got together with Jordan and yeah it was very obvious like she was saying, no, Ben, pursue writing, you know, fulfill your dream. And he was like, don't leave me. And she's like, no, Ben, just focus on your writing. And he's like, if you leave, you don't love me. It's like, ben, shut up and listen to her. Yeah, I just, I don't understand how we couldn't see that. Like it was right after Jordy came down and was like, I don't want to go to Kansas or whatever the hell she was from, which totally makes sense. She's from like the freaking Kansas or something. Like, I don't know. It's so fitting for Jordan because she also sucks. (laughs) True. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess it does go back to like they're like 18 when they meet and they're technically teenagers throughout all of this. But yeah, no, that part made me mad. And he just goes off and dates somebody else. Clearly she didn't, she loves you. Like clearly she does. She just wants you to focus on you and get better. And she needs to focus on herself as well. And yeah, that pissed me off. I, I feel like in some ways Ben is almost mentally or emotionally manipulative because especially in that scene, he was basically saying, if you don't stay with me right now, it proves you don't love me as much as I love you. And I mean, I think we've both said this before, like in the last book, don't tell someone how they feel. She was literally saying, no, I love you. And it's because I love you that I'm leaving so you can work on your passion, your dream, your book. And he's like, if you leave, you just must not love me. That's really a shitty thing to do and say to someone. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that moment. Yeah, overall, Ben sucks. (laughs) I like Fallon, though. Yeah, she's great. She's funny. I do like the first day, first November 9th, when they meet and they just really vibe off the bat. That, That first day made me warm and fuzzy inside. Mm-hmm. Even the second day movie warm and fuzzy when she was late and they just like kind of picked up where they left off. I I was digging it. It was just after the third one. It kind of just went after they had sex, it just went downhill. Moral of the story, just don't have sex. <laughs> just don't have sex, kids. <laughs> <laughs> you will get pregnant and you will die. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you with your mean girls quotes today. <laughs> two for two. If Ben releases this book, does he go to jail? That's a good question. You know, I was thinking about that. If Fallon was mad enough, I was like, she might just take this to the police. (laughs) That'd be a nice little twist here at the end. (laughs) I feel like he can't publish this book. He's going to go to jail. Well, I mean, it depends probably on the statute of limitations for arson because he committed arson. So we'd have to look that up. So did you like Ugly Love better or this better? I like Ugly Love better because it just felt more adult to me. This was very, this just gave me young adult coming of age. And like they were 18 and, and I get that Fallon is in some ways mature, but the subject matter to me was just almost too high school. Yeah. Or very like college, like new adult. I didn't realize how young they were. They did bring up a lot, but they were like 17. Like that's really young. Whereas, yeah, when we read Ugly Love, they were like, I don't even know how they were, but they were, they were old enough that, like, you wanted to read about them having sex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm looking at discussion questions. What other book did this remind you of? Oh, I texted you this, actually. This reminded me of When We Collided, which was that it, it's like a contemporary, again, coming of age with uh, Vivi, and she has bipolar disorder but you don't find that out until the end so it was again kind of one of those twists where you're you're reading the book and you're watching her and this guy fall in love and bring each other more confidence and then at the end you realize she was having a manic high and so it puts a a taint kind of on everything else because you realize she needs help and he needed help too he was getting over the death of a parent also so a little, a little bit similar, but just one of those books where the ending made you rethink the rest of the book. Yeah, I definitely think Fallon and Ben need therapy, like 100%. Agreed. 
Um, I think they need individual therapy. And then if they're going to be a couple, they should probably join couples therapy too. (laughs) Yeah, I like the aspect where they brought books in. And she was a huge book nerd and gave him books to read. And he got really into books as well. I hated how she was like, oh, I hate insta love. And then it was insta love. I knew that was kind of the point of the book. I hated it, but it's true. But like, it was just so unrealistic. They even said like they spent like 48 hours together in like four years and they were in love. I don't think that's, and, and I'm someone who believes in everything happens for reasons and soulmates. And I don't even believe that because it's just unrealistic to like, even they didn't even know anything about each other at all. Especially when he set her on fire. Yeah. I, I this book was, it was, I, I don't know if I liked it or not. That's the thing. So, I mean, I didn't put it down. I wanted to finish it. I read 200 pages straight. I love Colleen Hoover. This was just twisted in a really morally gray but not gray because you know it's really wrong kind of way (laughs) and that's why I gave it a three on Goodreads because like I didn't put it down it's a good book but I really didn't love it yeah I really love Colleen Hoover she's just a wizard with words but she's she's just dark and twisty she's very dark and twisty (laughs) which I, I normally love this one was just all a little too twisty. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of effed up. Uh, and it was like, it was like cringy one minute and then effed up the next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we love Colleen Hoover. I'll read her again, but I don't think dark romance is my category. When I read romance, I want a fluffy rom-com. I am happy. It ended in a happy ending though. Yeah, because I think it could have ended a lot darker. Oh, yeah. She could have set another fire or something. I Um, actually was worried Ben was going to follow in his mom's footsteps. And she was going to read his manuscript and then be like, oh, I made a mistake. I love him. And then reach out to him and he would be dead. But that didn't happen. But see, that's what I was anticipating. So it was a much happier ending than I thought it was going to be. You know, that wouldn't have been an awful ending. And I'm not someone who likes endings like that. And I could have saw that making more sense than her forgiving him. And maybe him leaving her a note, basically saying like this book, I wrote this book, it cleared my conscience. I hope it helps you move on. And, you know, you continue to grow and be confident in who you are. Because even though our time was short, you truly are a beautiful person. The end. Yeah, like, I guess that would have made more sense than her running to him being like, don't even say sorry to me. (laughs) I'm the one who should be sorry. (laughs) So whenever they were, like, running late, they're like, we couldn't reach each other. We don't have each other's numbers. They blocked each other on social media. You know how easy it is to unblock somebody? Pretty damn easy. (laughs) Almost as easy as to block somebody. So (laughs) Great point. They could have easily unblocked each other on everything I thought it was pretty risky to not have each other's numbers just in case since you're literally making plans a year out I mean I know I run late to almost everything but there's no way I would remember 
to go see someone a year from now. Yeah, I guess it's like the whole magic of the book, November 9th. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's very unrealistic, the whole thing. But I would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> this wouldn't be my recommended book of Colleen Hoover. Like if you wanted to get into Colleen Hoover, I would probably recommend Ugly Love first. I don't think I'll ever read Ver, uh, like Veracity, whatever the other, the, you know what I'm talking about? The one with the V? Verity, yeah. Yeah, Verity. I don't think I'll ever read that one. Have you heard bad things about it? I heard it's really creepy. My mom said she loved it, but she said it was really creepy. Ooh. Yeah, see, like, that's the thing about this book. It started off as a cute, fluffy rom-com. Like, the idea of two people pretending to be boyfriend and girlfriend and then deciding to meet every year and see where it goes. I was like, this is cute. You can't give me cute and then twist it. Either give me cute or give me twisty, but please don't mix the two because now I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, I'm confused. I don't really know where my head's at. Like, I feel like it happens when we really analyze books is I, I think I like the book and then we talk about it and I talk about things I hate about it. I'm like, do I actually like that book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think if Ben had just not set Fallon on fire, I would have liked it a lot better. <laughs> No. <laughs> just the small detail <laughs> that tiny that tiny thing that happened uh, but yeah I, I don't really know us to talk about it was a pretty short book mm-hmm. our next one is short too yes I'm a little scared so I've been reading a lot of like creepy books lately like, this one was kind of borderline creepy we're gonna call it creepy because it just kind of makes you just mm. uh <laughs> I'm reading House of Hollows, which is really creepy. It's kind of like Stranger Things vibe. Yeah, the cover on it's a little creepy with the girl's face and then she has like a vine over it. It's actually just like Stranger Things now that I think about it. And then we're in 56 Days, which is like a horror. And we just like read A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, book three. So like I've been reading so many creepy books and this is so not my vibe. Like usually I'm like living in fantasy or romance. So... I guess mm-hmm. it's going to be out of my comfort zone. I am excited to get to Akasif after 56 days. Yes. I'll finally be able to talk about it because I'll have finally read it. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I'm curious for your opinion on that one. I need to re-listen to it because I, I feel like I forgot. It's such a thick book. But yeah, overall rating, I'd give this book. I gave it a four on Goodreads, but I give it a 3.7 on here. Yeah. Yeah. I give it, I'll give it a 3.5, but I I refuse to round that up to a four. If you disagree, let us know. We're not saying we don't like the book. We just don't like the character. We just don't like Ben. Yeah. The book made me uncomfortable, but obviously I liked the book. I read it in record time. So it's not that I don't like it. It's just that Ben needs to maybe stay away from arson for a little bit but for a book to like make you this uncomfortable about concepts it has to be so freaking good where do we even come up with this shit yeah maybe this will be something uh high schoolers read someday in their literature classes (laughs) yeah a plus in my book but we won't we won't keep you here any longer because we're just rambling at this point i think but thanks for listening have a good night have a good day this is kayla and marissa have a good night and make sure to follow us at Book Talks Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs>